Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Thursday. It's the 21st day of May 2020. How are you? Today's show is a little later in the day than they sometimes are because uh, I am just getting up. It's about 9.37 in the morning and did not sleep especially well, but I slept better than Owen, who only slept a couple hours, I think. So uh, between us, we got a normal night's sleep, which is good. I think it was on a recent show I was talking about memory and and the things that you know we're able to remember and not remember. And I woke up this morning with this going through my head. Let's see how far I can get without having looked it up or obviously having seen this show in uh, about 30 years. Here we go. The love boat soon will be making another run. The love boat promises something for everyone. Everybody. Set a course for adventure, your mind on a new romance. Like, there's a whole part of my brain that remembers the lyrics to the love boat theme. Why is that? <laughs> Could those not have been cleared out so that I had the ability to remember, I don't know, like part of my childhood or people's birthdays or anything like that? Said the love boat lyrics? No? All right. Well, fair enough. How you doing? I don't have a particular theme for this show. The rest of this week was pretty planned out, you know, including tomorrow, uh, all the previous episodes this week and then tomorrow when it's uh, it's Poetry Fridays. Today's just a little more freeform. I just wanted to say hi and, and see how you're all doing. I've been thinking a lot about this show recently. I really enjoy making it, um, but if we're being totally honest, like, nobody listens to it. I think it has about 30 downloads an episode right now, <laughs> which is about nothing. I mean, some episodes have a lot more than that because a guest will cause the show to spike, but even those numbers are very, 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 very small. So I've been thinking a little bit about creative projects that you do that no one particularly cares about, or maybe even knows exists, right? Like Twitter seems to me these days to be an extremely pointless way to advertise anything unless you have hundreds of thousands of followers, maybe even just tens of thousands of followers. But like, I have a few over 4,000 followers. I think I have about 4,300 or something like that. And I post stuff on Twitter all the time. Although for the last week or so, I haven't been engaging on Twitter. I've just been posting via a third-party app. But in any case, you know, pretty consistently for a long time, I've been posting on Twitter. And I'm not saying I'm the greatest person ever at writing a tweet or at creating content, but I mean, I create a lot of stuff. I, I write poems. I make music. I make seven podcast episodes a week. I occasionally say funny things and very little of that leads to any engagement of any kind. And so, you know, then I look at this show and Look, I'm not saying it's the world's greatest 10-minute weekday podcast made by an anarchist Buddhist, but uh, it's certainly one of the better ones, <laughs> probably because that is a field that includes no other shows. Uh, but, you know, you know what I'm saying. And I, it does not, it not only does not really, it has an audience, but I mean, that 
all of you could just come over and we could do this in person, except that you all live all over the place, I imagine. But I mean, the the audience size of this is like, it's house concert size, right? And so it does cause you to wonder, I've often said on the radio because I've spent so much of my life between radio and podcasting, sitting in a room by myself, talking into a microphone with no confirmation that anyone's on the other end of it. And so in radio, you get the occasional confirmation of somebody texting you or, um, you know, calling into the station or you get an email afterwards or somebody will interact with the station's social media and, you'll know, okay, well, that's the thing I said on the radio and there's somebody interacting with it. So there's a, there was at least one person listening. And in radio, unless you work for a real bottom of the barrel station, and even then you can assume that hundreds and probably thousands of people are listening to just about everything you say. You know, if you're on at one o'clock in the morning on a low power FM station in Duluth, then Maybe the listenership is about the size of the audience for this podcast. But, you know, generally speaking, even on the slowest days of the various stations that I've worked for, there were probably a few thousand people listening at any one time and possibly considerably more than that in some of the larger markets I've worked in. And then the other thing about podcasting is that downloads do not equal listens. So... You know, over the years, like, for example, the other show that I've done, the Jazz Session, has had millions of downloads. I mean, it's been on for 13 years, so, you know, you those numbers are not super shocking. It's not millions per episode. It's just, you know, it's millions cumulatively. Cumulatively. <laughs> I only just woke up. It's somewhat surprising I've been able to speak for six minutes. Um And so, uh, you know, I, I have no idea how many people have actually listened to the show or how many listen to it now. Like I see the people who download it each week, or I see the number of the number of downloads that it has each week, but I don't know how many people are actually listening to that. I mean, I myself download podcasts. I don't listen to, you know, you look at it and you think, oh, well, I'm not too interested in that topic or that guest or whatever it is. And you skip that one. So podcasting, unlike radio, it has kind of, it has even more built in uncertainty into it. Like radio, you can't see the download numbers, but of course you get ratings. And then you also just know that generally speaking, your your broadcast power is wide enough that if you're in a big enough urban area, for example, I mean, there's, you know, lots and lots of people in Tucson, for example, each time I go on the radio on the weekend, many people listen. Whereas with this, I kind of talk into this microphone and a few dozen people download it. And I know for certain, like, there's two people I'm quite sure listen to it regularly. And I think there's a five or six, I have some kind of anecdotal evidence listen to it occasionally or like don't for a while and then binge and catch up or whatever, which is fine. I don't, I don't care how you listen to it. And so to do this every single day is a weird, like, what, what is motivating that? Which obviously makes the lens turn inward because 
given that it's unclear anyone's really listening to it or more than one or two people, like I could call them. The few people I know for sure listen to it, I know for sure listen to it because they're my friends (laughs) and I have all their phone numbers. I mean, I could just call them a few times a week and we could have this conversation. So I think about like, okay, well, am I hoping that it will just build over time? I mean, of course, the answer to that is yes. But I also know that unlike when I launched the jazz session 13 years ago, when I launched the jazz session, there were about five other podcasts and there were, I don't think there were any other jazz podcasts and there certainly weren't any other jazz interview podcasts. There are barely any now, 13 years later, but there are more. But now when you launch a podcast, if you don't launch it on a network or something like that, you know, with a a big or you're a famous person, you know, obviously like when Jenna Fisher and the other actor whose name I should know from the office launched Office Ladies or when Conan O'Brien launched Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend or whatever, those people have millions of built in fans ready to go. And I don't. So the growth potential for a show like this. I'm not even sure, not to mention the fact that the show is completely nebulous. It doesn't really have a, a point, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's just kind of whatever it is. uh, It is the 10 minutes I would have spent freeform talking on the radio each morning on a morning radio show without the rest of the show around it or a radio station. So it is definitely becoming a little bit of a, philosophical slash mental health experiment for me to continue to do a brief chat and to like book guests on the show. I don't deceive them about the number of people who are going to hear it. Very, very few people ever ask. Most people are just happy to be on the show. And like the poets, for example, they tend to be on the more listened to episodes. Um, But, you know, and for poets, I mean, if you can prove that anybody read your poetry, you're, you're having a good day. So, I don't feel like it's deceptive to have people on the show. It's just maybe a little weird. So if you are, in fact, listening to me talk about this right now, I mean, welcome to this weird, uh, somewhat nebulous experiment in, I guess, the maintenance of my mental health and the occasional singing of 70s TV show theme songs. I love you. A better world is possible. But will anybody be there to hear it? (laughs) 